Hey, what's up, everybody? Dan here with a few notes before we get into this week's episode of the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, thanks for checking out the show. Welcome aboard. Fresh episodes coming at you every Friday. And um, if you want to help support the podcast in a free way, you can head over to the iTunes and you can subscribe, rate and review the show there. Give it the five stars and that is super helpful in new people finding the show and uh, getting the, the podcast into the top of those iTunes charts. So it just gets more national visibility and that will help the artists that come on the on the podcast get more national visibility as well. So um, yeah, subscribe, like, share, give it the five stars and uh, much love to all the folks that contributed to the uh the episode 100 campaign and to get some more reviews up there some really kind words were said by uh, both listeners and past guests of the show and uh, I, I super appreciate that so so much love to all those people that have participated and hopefully some of their reviews will encourage you to uh, leave one yourself uh, also if you want to check out the YouTube channel the Dan Cable Presents YouTube channel features videos from in-studio performances as well as some of the live shows that i've put together and uh the tribe mars documentary that was recently released is is up there uh the most recent videos are from episode 100 with the prize that came out really dope um the hallowed halls is just one of those spaces that looks incredibly great on camera and um so so check those out Forrest brennan doing the good work and uh vortex magazine we just did a, a video premiere and a write-up on the pariahs so you can you can check that out i will put all these these things in the in the links but just search dan cable presents on youtube you can subscribe there as well and then whenever a video is uploaded it will it'll give you a notification so check out all of that and uh yeah big ups to the the Howard halls this was uh, it's a it's a killer space here in Portland. So if you're, you're looking to make a record, or uh, you know, looking looking to do some production, it's a it's pretty killer. And I was super stoked that we got to do a few sessions out of there. Um, as far as calendar dates, uh, I would just like to shout out a couple that the uh, the guests of this show, Maxwell Cabana, they have a, a couple dates coming up. Uh, one of them is March 16th over at the Secret Society with uh, Kai on the Mountain, who's been on the show before, and also the Get Ahead, who's an incredible band. They're also playing at the Fixin' 2 on, uh, on April 13th, but this is March 16th at the Secret Society, Kai on the Mountain, the Get Ahead, and Maxwell Cabana. That's going to be a killer show. Maxwell Cabana is also playing a... Uh, a Dan Cable presents Dan Cable Jung Telly collaboration, Jungle Television. My man Dusty Fox and I were putting together this 420 show. It's over at Mississippi Pizza, and Maxwell Cabana is part of it. Research and development, the uh, the dynamic duo that that Dusty is a part of with uh, Rufus Rufus Small Towns, uh, also teammates. On, on the Portland Pinecones, greatest ice hockey team in the in the greater Northwest, you know. Um, so that's that's 420. So Maxwell Cabana is uh, March 16th. 
next Friday, Secret Society, Kyle on the Mountain and the Get Ahead, and then they're also playing 420 at Mississippi Pizza for the Dan Cable Jung- Jungle Television Presents show going down there at Mississippi Pizza. Also at Mississippi Pizza, guests from last week's episode 100, The Pariahs. March 24th, they're releasing their EP, Introducing the Pariahs. It's a very cool record, and uh, obviously... If you listen to this show, you already know how much love I have for uh, the Pariahs and, and the entire Hive Mind Collective. So those are some shows coming up. Check them out. Bring yourself, you know. Bring a friend. That's always cool. Bring some, bring somebody out that that uh, needs to learn about some new music, you know. But those are the dates. That's what we got going. We got episode 101, 101 with Maxwell Cabana. Uh, coming at you momentarily here. Uh, I love these guys very much. They're they're they are good dudes. From the moment that I met them and booked them at that Kelly's Olympian show, uh, immediately hit it off with these guys. They are they are fun to be around. They are one of these bands that you you should see live. It's uh it's a very cool thing that happens in the live setting, but they also just put a, uh, a brand new record out that you can find on iTunes and all over the internet. So, so check that out and, uh, had a good time with these, these dudes over at Howard Halls. Once again, uh, just, uh, this is just a band that never seems to, uh, disappoint. I've seen them play live several times over this last year. They played the uh, second annual Dan Cable presents holidays party along with the pariahs. And, uh, yeah, just, I just like these dudes a lot. I was at their release show at the liquor store and, um, that was, that was a good time. Sal, Salvatore Manalo opened up that show, past guests of the show. And then bad Panda. This is incredible jazz group called bad Panda. And, and, uh, they've only been around Portland for the, you know, like the last year and a half or so, maybe not even that, but you should go see Bad Panda as well. But uh, that's for another time. Uh, right now we have uh, we have episode one hundred and one. <laughs> it's weird saying the triple digits now, um, but super stoked about it. Anyway, leave your iTunes reviews, like I told you. Don't forget about that. Hit up dancablepresents.com. Send me an email at dancablepresents at gmail.com. Send your questions, send your complaints, your inquiries, and all that stuff. And uh, we're going to get into it right now. Maxwell Cabana coming at you. Let's go get it. Hey now, hey now, hey now, hey, oh hey, look at that DC, the there crowd he is. loves me, they're Mountain so glad to hear me back again, dude, Mountaineer Mike, Man, a lot he, made his episode, he made his episode return on 100, because you can't have episode 100 without Mountaineer Mike, thank you, and he's back with us here thank again, you. and glad. here we are, I'm glad to be with you here at the hallowed halls DC, dude, this studio is fucking awesome, silliness man, this is so cool, Thank I, you so much for bringing me in here to uh, play with you today and all these fine bands and everything like that. Yeah, man. I want to thank Cooper real quick. He's been a champion Our all assistant. day helping me out. Yeah, and man. And we got a couple other dudes in here, Bobbert, and I want to say Kellen, but did I screw it up? I'm right? 
He did it. I got it right. He remembered a name. did it. That's crazy. That doesn't happen very often. I'll tell you what, we got a we got a real uh, nice group of fellas. In I'm the, liking in the these live guys room already. They they've got a good vibe to them. I am uh, super super pleased to have Maxwell Cabana on the show with us today in studio here at the yes. Hallett Halls, and uh, we're gonna let them kick it off with the jam, and then we're gonna talk about their new EP that just came out, and we're gonna Get talk about how this thing came together. There's some, some wildness going to go down, I think, today on the program. Uh, what song are you guys going to kick it off with, Murray? Uh, this song's called Something I Should Know. All right. This is Maxwell Cabana, everybody. Oh, baby. 
Yes, dude. Maxwell Cabana on the program. What's happening? What's up, man? You're here. How you doing? I'm so pumped that that you all are here. And uh, I I feel just just fortunate to have ran into this this uh fella Cali one day and yeah. and, and um I'm I met up with him one day to talk about some things and, and one of the things that he mentioned to me was this band called Maxwell Cabana and that I should really check you guys out and you were kind of a newer band but you were you know playing these shows at Eastburn a lot and, yeah. and he was just like dude these guys are are really good and uh I ended up reaching out to you Murray about a show I was throwing at Kelly's Olympian one night uh-huh. and and I was like stoked to have you guys and I checked out the the recordings that were available at that time and i was just like this is cool man like it's definitely like a very awesome spin on you know r&b and and kind of taking into these more psychedelic uh avenues and whatnot but to see that show the first time at kelly's and this was before noah had joined as like a regular member it was it was just the trio of you and i was just like as soon as you guys started playing and then you came in with the vocal. I was just like, oh, what the fuck is <laughs> yeah, this? Dude. And I feel like, basically, the, I felt like that that was the energy of most of the room for the people that had not seen you before. It was a very, like, what the fuck, man? Like, this is real, real dope. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah, so, dude. Thank you, man. I'm yeah, pleased Kelly's to have fun. you guys here. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that's so a great Thank you so much for inviting us, and shout out to Callie one time for yeah, Callie. Shout out to Callie. We love Callie, sure. dude. He's believed in us since day one. Yeah, that's what you're saying, dude. He was the dude. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And yeah, it just seems like you guys are one of these live bands right now that I think people should really come see because the live show is a, is a lot of fun to see. And, Trying to be, uh, yeah, dude. The, the lot, yeah, live show matters a lot. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I would say so, dude. It's the energy of the show is what's fun. I mean, like, recording's completely different. So, like, our live experience is way different than our recordings. Like, we always end up getting super vibey and just chilling when we're doing studio. Exactly. And then if we go and play live, it's like all the energy just comes with us, and like the audience is stoked, and then we're super stoked, and it just builds. Like, it's a completely different thing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And and how did this? How did the, how did Maxwell Cabana? Get going, man. Um, I mean, basically what happened, um, it was like a concept I came up with when I was in like high school of just a name that I thought sounded cool that wasn't my own name. Yeah. You know, that would allow me to like go, you know, 
pursue different musical projects under the same sort of umbrella. Yeah, just um, kind of operating under some sort of moniker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was like a moniker that I came up with with my buddy when we were just like super keyed in the parking lot of a fried chicken spot. And we're like trying to think of names that would look dope on a marquee and names that sounded cool and were memorable. And that's how Maxwell Cabana came out. And then I like tried kind of some of the songs with various people, like when I was living down in Texas and stuff. And it always turned into something different or didn't quite work. And then I met Sean and Jamie when I moved out here. The brothers. The brothers Higgins, <laughs> as it brothers, were. Dude. And yeah, then we just started jamming and they asked me to like come on sort of as a guitar player for this like funk hip hop project they had. So we did, did that together. Out, sack lunch, sack lunch, NHB, dude. Sack lunch. Yeah, we had our own thing going, dude. <laughs> was, yeah, dude Murray was right there in the beginning. It's, we were all living together. I think you took so, over for yeah, Griff, like, right? Yeah, Basically, yeah, like, like our homie moved and then Murray stepped in with our project and then he told us about his project. He's been working on it, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, uh, Murray, were you uh, writing songs from a pretty early age? Yeah, I started writing songs as soon as I started, like, as soon as I figured out I could sing, and that was something that I liked, I started writing, like, corny-ass songs on an acoustic guitar and, like, going that route. And For sure. You gotta you start know. somewhere. Yeah. So that, that was when I was, like, I've been writing songs since I was, like, 13, when you when you kind of got to this stage of Maxwell Cabana, did you like what was influencing the sound that you wanted to create this kind of time around with these newer jams? Man, I don't know. We all just pretty much steadily listened to like jazz and rap music, and like I had I'd been listening to like Donny Hathaway since I was a kid, and that was like pretty much it was just trying to do then, something like psychedelic definitely psych rock influence too yeah, i remember yeah. just because we do it's straight up we definitely list like that's i almost don't even listen to that much psych rock anymore but like yeah definitely used to and like we that i feel like we got that influence we had a like similar we vibed on that shit when we start, first started jamming together it was like r&b and funk and then like psychedelic rock stuff i was gonna well, do like that. luke neal gave us the biggest compliment ever when he first it was that same show that you saw us at and he said that he was like you guys had this hendrix vibe going and it was oh, just yeah, like because yeah. that's like, hey, oh, that's that's like, like sean our, and i's that's oh, our man, that's our yeah, spark point of just like, like this is what i want to do like this guy just yeah, a tr especially in a trio form, because when we were a trio, it was just sort of just like bass, guitar, yeah, drums. To, and I think that's kind of how like the sound came about, was really like, I had spent hella years just like studying <laughs> like soul and R&B singers, and then these guys were like super schooled in all like old 60s and 70s, like psych, funk, all that type of stuff. And mostly instrumental. We could have cared less about Yeah, singing. honestly, yeah. And Murray's, and Murray's voice like, is just like, Murray. dude, that's dope. <laughs> like, we want that on our shit. Like, that's basically all that happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I often feel like it's this, uh, like, this Pink Floyd of R&B kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like, like it. Like, uh, I love, Squishy boys. I just, I just love boys. the spin you, you put on it with all the, just the spacey and psychedelic vibes and then... <laughs> Just adding Noah just seems like this, oh, dude, Noah oh, what is a piece like, this guy has brought it. with, especially the work he does on like with the voice box yeah. and, and how it's that complements what journey, you man. do. Yeah, like, Story of the talk box, honestly, oh, yeah. before we just like this recent album, nothing changed. Like we, we were kind of like trying to get to, like we had some songs and stuff, but we were trying to get together like what sounds do we really want on this? Like what kind of tones and stuff do we want on this thing? 
And like one of the main things I've been wanting for like my whole life, honestly, it's just like old school, like Stevie Wonder talk box. Like, but yeah, stuff, like Peter Fred, like just like talk, like the old school, not vocoder yeah, yeah. talk box. It's nasty. Like, bah, bah, bah. Yeah. And so me and Noah just like literally like day of, we yeah, were talking with, was the morning, it was like right? we were like meeting with Joey and we're like trying to get this stuff together. And I like, we like opened up Craigslist and just like, oh, dude, there's a First guy thing, down this yeah. like a couple, like a, 30 minutes away he's got a talk box like we split it and just Great like got deal. it and then yeah, yeah like made the album <laughs> i love that stuff yeah, yeah it's awesome yeah man i just i just really dig it it makes me like like i said it gives me like floyd feels but then i remember i sent a message a message to murray one time i was like dude do you know about suggy otis yeah, <laughs> yeah i know about suggy otis and i'm just like oh, that, that's kind of like some shit that maxwell cabana reminds me of in some ways and just definitely has all these cool different vibes to it. Um, Sean and Jamie, did you guys start playing music at a pretty early age with yeah. each other? Yeah. Definitely, yeah. We've been, I've had the same drum set. It's not here, <laughs> but I've had the same kit since third grade. <laughs> so, like, my original kit was, like, a little toy. I got that in first grade, and then I got this one in third. And then once Sean was good enough at guitar, probably by, like, I mean, we were playing school, before that, but it was garbage. It like, was garbage, yeah. yeah. Once like, we were, like, he was in, like, middle school, probably, like, eighth grade when we formed our first band. But we had been playing for forever, like, just for as long as I can remember. We've always been jamming together. And so that, like, helps. Yeah. It's a tight dynamic. Danny Cakes, Mammy Cakes, uh, hey. big support there. Yeah, parents, <laughs> dude, are, yeah, yeah they're they're musical. Yeah, do like, my dad. They showed us all the music, piano too. piano like, pretty well. Been, and, like, yeah, my mom, like, I still use my, my mom gave me an acoustic guitar that I still use that she got, like, when I was, like, two or something like that. So your parents kind of showed you the way. Definitely, and you, and definitely. gave you that that kind of great environment like, go yeah. do this you know <laughs> dude it blew my mind when we first did the when we were on prp and luke neal interviewed us and was asking them about like their parents and they said that their mom was the person who first showed them mad lib yeah and no straight up like a goofy mind. like lounge mix that she got at like uh, i don't even know like department store or something yeah. it was like blue note and we heard Matt, like, there was a bunch of cool stuff. Honestly, it was a great yeah, mix. Yeah, like, but like, that's what I found out like, about Dilla and Mad Lib. Yeah, a bunch album. of stuff. I mean, It's just yeah, like we a jazz little. remix album, Blue Note Revisited. Your mom is just dropping, like, some of the greatest music Super knowledge. Super knowledge. Like, yeah. She gave Sean all, like, the Brazilian influence. Like, he plays guitar and, like, learns really cool chords. We got this song called Swan Song. It's, like, all those chords that are just, like... Brazilian. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, that's the last Rosa song on the, the new EP. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That just came out like a week ago or so. It's coming out. We <laughs> well, dropped a well, single. Well, in in this time, by the time <laughs> this is out, <laughs> you're not going to be out. Yeah, no. You fucked yeah, it up, Murray. You ruined it. You ruined the whole gag. <laughs> this was happening. Yeah, just drop. This is <laughs> the fire. Go PJ. Do we need to talk to you about not yelling at the guests? Do we uh, need to? <laughs> I think it's fine. It's fine. They can handle it. They can handle it. Razzing. We got the skin. Um. Yeah, you you and Sean moved out here from Chicago. Chicago land area, but yeah, man, sure. just outside. Were you guys playing in bands though out there before you left? No, there? that's why I, I came just, out here. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I mean, we've been we played for it was just always like you know we played just in our basement and stuff. Yeah, and like we, we had played people I went to high school with and stuff. You know, we played with and just. There wasn't. We we grew up in the suburbs out there, and there's just you know there's like just not not as cool of a scene as. And Portland. we're both basically just self-taught from jamming, whereas like Noah brings in the education and the jazz influence. All the whole like, 
our jazz vibe comes from this guy. Like Sean and I are good. He's at our whole, neighbor. We like moved yeah, into this spot. Yeah, and yeah we, we just weird jam. And that's how we met Noah. Too. I, Noah I just met like, <laughs> oh, next door. Oh, that's right. You yeah. met Murray. I met Murray through school at PSU. Um, we were both in the honors college, and then I just randomly saw him Damn. across the street from my house one day. I'm like. What are you doing over here, man? Like, I'm like, what's going on? And he just said, "Come on in, we're jamming." I brought my keys over, and next thing you know, we're a band. <laughs> yeah, like it was like that day. It was like, yeah. no, you're in, you're done. Oh, fuck. It was so Signed fun. him that day. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you from, Noah? I'm from Northeast Portland. Oh wow! Race, so yeah, pretty much. A Portlander. Yeah, yeah on dude, the show. A unicorn, yeah. dude. It doesn't happen all the time. It's not very often. Uh, yeah. But you're like more of a classically trained yeah, musician? Yeah, I've gone through a lot of um, teachers, but um, from like the time that I could talk, I was playing uh, mostly fundamentals and classical music, but once I hit middle school, I was like, this jazz thing, this See, jazz thing the is the future. influence. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, shout out to Ben Darwish, he was my teacher for like years, and like he kind of like schooled me, taught me everything I know, so. Right on. Yeah. Thanks, man. What kind of drew you into playing with these dudes? Well, first of all, convenience, because I could just walk <laughs> in. Nothing better than hanging it's with important. the boys. Free beers at the house next door. <laughs> <laughs> um, but honestly, one thing I value the most in music is just the groove and the feel of stuff. And I felt like I've played with a lot of musicians, but these guys are some of the best groovers in the business. Thanks, dude. Like, you know, I mean, that's all about jamming, like I was saying. Sean and I feel. just... Me and Jamie have not been at all classically yeah, trained Yeah, we just jammed we, it's for about forever. Feel. <laughs> just feel it out. And then when people respect that feel, it we all can, comes yeah, together because it, yeah. it makes us like... We learn a lot from like Noah will just like tell us what we're playing straight up. Mm-hmm. Like we'll be jamming. He is the reason we have like, chord right, charts is, now. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> like, <laughs> before that, it was like, what are you playing? Or, this? Like... <laughs> I don't even know. And he puts up with a lot because our songs are fucking weird. Yeah. I Dude, mean, the weirder the yeah. better in my book. Like, it's a good mix. It's like yeah. weird energy and then like he reins it in and like we figure out actually what's going on. <laughs> like, yeah, it's dope because there's a lot of hooky shit, but there's also stuff that goes way out. Yeah. But it, I don't know. I feel like it, it never goes so far out to me that it would turn anybody off. Like, I think it, yeah. it still opens your tunes up to, like, a really broad audience of people. And that's been kind of the idea from the jump. Definitely, was like definitely. I was trying to, I like, the whole the way I had thought about Maxwell Cabana as an idea forever was just, like, yeah, it'll be, like, R&B, but we'll make it, like, kind of weird. And I, like, was self-taught on the guitar, and so, like, I don't know what chords I'm playing. So then it's not till I'm, like, showing them to Noah that I they're, like, a bunch of weird inverted jazz chords but if you play it on like a dope hip hop groove with like a very straight ahead R&B melody, that sort of like ties it together. And I think those components are what's cool and make it accessible, but also like not boring. Absolutely. Yeah, man. that's like kind of like that D'Angelo or the Roots kind of vibe yeah. too, where they <laughs> keep it real jazz. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's very cool. You guys want to step into another jam? Yeah, yeah let's man. Do it. Another one Definitely. going? Yeah. Let's do it. Right that's on. Cool. Thanks, man. Uh, you can see all the. All the songs on the uh, Dan Cable Presents YouTube channel. You can also uh, check out the, the recently produced Tribe Mars documentary. Move, fantastic. Move Through yeah. You, a film about yeah. Tribe Mars. Very cool. I highly suggest checking it out. It's a, it's a fantastic piece of... Uh, You're in it. I'm in it. At the I, end. Just barely at the end, which That's is the best. fine. That's the best place yeah. to put me. Down there, Mike, he's, he's, he's camera shy. I'll tell you what. He's not... He's a, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. He's well, a great looking a, man. When you have he's a, a good looking like man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like he's got nothing to to hide. 
You know? Yeah, he's, he's like six five. You should feel his touch. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I do have a warm touch. You're right. <laughs> warm touch. Yeah, I'll yeah, hug you like like your mother. Okay. He needs to switch out a pedal. Oh yeah, that's oh the um, bass player. The yeah, bass. go for it. Yeah, go ahead. I'll tell everybody now about Forrest Brennan and his lovely work on the program. He does all the videos that you're seeing, and also helped uh, produce. Wow, that's Sorry, noise. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. uh, also helped produce the, uh, you know, the new doc. ForrestBrennan.com. He's here. He's in the room. Yeah. He's in the headphones. Forrest is in the headphones? Hey, yeah, yeah, I, I gave him shit. the extra pair. We don't give him a microphone to talk to no, people, but we'll give him a headphone no. so he can hear people talk smack about him. That's good. <laughs> good call. Yeah, this is the first time he gets to actually hear what's going on. <laughs> uh, what song are you guys going to play next, Murray? Uh, this is one off of the new EP called Welcome to the Beginning of the Rest of Your Night. All righty.
take your hand You're making me feel like a whole new man Don't look at the time Only thing I wanna know is Are you down to ride? Yeah, man. Yeah. Killing super it. dope. Super dope. Super cool. Yeah, yeah. Murray, when you're bringing these like songs to the band, are they are they pretty fleshed out? Like by the time you bring them to them, or does a lot change from like the initial demo to what the song becomes? Honestly, like it kind of varies a lot. Whoa. Oh dear God, we lost yeah, we a pair of headphones. Lamps loose. Just uh, you having issues in no, the DC? No, we're good. We're good. Do we're we need just, to come in there and, and babysit a little bit here? Or what's going on? <laughs> things happen. Like, can we keep these people under control? I mean, what's the deal? <laughs> One man tripped over another man's cable. <laughs> and uh, now. But anyway. Um, yeah, so I guess it, the songwriting kind of varies. Like sometimes I'll have a song that's like, here's all the shit, and then we figure it out. But I would say most of the time these days, like, I was trying to think the other day because I figured you'd probably ask this and I was trying to figure out how to answer it. <laughs> and I think these days the way it usually goes is I'll have like chords, maybe for like one or two sections of a song and I'll jam it with Jamie and we'll figure out like the groove and usually like the form too. So we know sort of like how we're going about which parts. And then we have Sean and Noah will come in and sort of like write parts to it. Because I mean, we're essentially all writing the song together by yeah. way of like, you know, I'm not writing drum grooves. I'm not writing key parts. But, yeah, I would say uh, yeah. the majority yeah, of songs these know. days are, it's like, cool. a couple sections. Jamie and I jam it out and figure out the form, and then Sean writes a bass line. And then once we all jam on it together, we can make decisions about, like, what's missing or if we need, like, a weird jam section or what the intro is going to be, what the outro is going to be. And then I just, like, freestyle a melody over it until there's something that sticks. For sure. It's hard because different, yeah. I mean, different schedules makes it so it's like, yeah, we're jamming parts. It's hard, like together a lot. And then, (laughs) like before shows, we get the group together. But like, we're kind of just like, all right, well, this part will be here when Noah's here, when Sean's here, whatever. Like two or three people. They put they play with drum machines a lot when I'm working. Like on the beats in the background. Yeah, like it's hard with schedules. Like these days, at least. Yeah, gerbs. (laughs) These gerbs. It's cool that you guys are like that interested in like making things work though that, that you don't let the schedule thing like divert you from, from oh, yeah, flushing all, things dude. out you know like you are using a drum machine when you're not around or like if someone's not around you still work out things and 
It'll still all come together whenever you guys are together at the right time. Yeah, man. Music is a process. I mean, I love this group, so it's just like, yeah. this is the group I'm working with, and I want to keep it going. Because we're like, once together. you get momentum with a group, it's cool to just keep growing with it. Like, Because yeah. before, mm -hmm. we always just went from project to project and doing whatever. This is the first time we like settled down into like a, an actual band. Yeah, for sure. And <clears throat> I don't know. It's It's been cool over the course of like all these podcasts, uh, specifically to get to have bands on that have some sort of siblings connection <laughs> in the band because mm -hmm. I just think it seems like something special always exists in that like it's this this different connection that happens and like watching you two as a rhythm section is like so much fun you <laughs> seem yeah, to play thanks, off man. each other like very well well it's time <laughs> you have so much time <laughs> yeah, with your sibling sure. dude like it's that's it connection yeah. is that what you guys I mean, just I did? learned with him like yeah we learned together we learned, like, and yeah, yeah it's just we've been playing for forever so i mean like if i played with murray for as long as i played with sean it'd be the same thing right like, I, I mean can just like hear where he's gonna go you know like i just like i and know Murray's in there the middle too. of a fill, like I know after you jam go. with someone for long <laughs> enough you just start to pick up on all those subtle cues because mm -hmm. we do a lot of just improv jamming when we're writing songs like murray's saying like to write our groups yeah and that's when you start to be like now that we've been, it's been like a year and a half, right? Yeah. Ish. Yeah. And it's like Maybe our jams more, are honestly. so much better than when we started as yeah. far as just like when we want to have improv jams. They're just, yeah, you just they go on each other's. They go to cooler places like, than yeah. they used to just yeah. based on time. Do you guys ever implement the improv into the live show as far as yeah. like different definitely. solos yeah. that are being taken? Especially live. Yeah. Well, that's when it's fun because like then you can just, we have, we try to set up songs in such a way where there's like, at any point we could sort of just like stretch it and if we're vibing this with the crowd and stuff like <laughs> we don't want to <laughs> like you know you don't want to like take a moment away from someone if they're like having the fucking best time ever right listening to your track and you're like now it's done i mean sometimes that's cool if you want to like leave people wanting more or whatever but in, especially in a live setting I feel like you just want to fucking give it to him and like yeah then you can just jam for however long that, on whatever i feel like it's been like I, a lot of shows we do like we all, you, know, you know, just like almost expect like you got to play one more song at the end of your set kind of deal. And like pretty much always we kind of just leave it up to like you're going to at that point you're going to be feeling it. And we just kind of like yeah, I'll like throw like down or just a, I'll just fucking random. So a little riff and then I like just kind of go on it. And it like that's like that's my favorite kind of stuff, honestly, like just people building off simple stuff and just coming together like that like improv yeah like yeah for sure form. just having that freedom to let it go if you exactly. want to let it go mm -hmm. and not be confined to the the song structure and whatnot and it helps stretch your material like if you don't have that many songs we got three songs but they're the all rest eight of minutes. it's improv <laughs> no none of our songs are even eight minutes yeah. that's the thing murray writes these yeah they're like pretty short hooks, like but yeah. then like we played a uh, festival this past summer down on this years. farm for the eclipse. Oh yeah, yeah. And we had to play. Farms. We played yeah, two we sets. Like we played mood. once, one the first night, and then like we're the closer the last night. And by the last night, we were like, all right, well, we played every song we have yesterday. So like our entire second set was just like we had. I think we like kicked it off with like one track we had practiced, and then just like made up like another hour and a half. Of yeah, music. it was like the best set we've <laughs> ever had. Yeah, it was <laughs> awesome, <laughs> but it was also because of the atmosphere I mean, we, yeah, were we were on the yo. moon, dude. It was like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Totality. Um, yeah, exactly. yeah, man. I just really dig what you guys are doing. And every time that I've seen you live, it's, it's been a, such a great experience. And like, I just always tell people, Maxwell Cabana, man, they're going to they're gonna like get groovy and people are going to yeah, dance. And so much. Like, yeah, Dan Cable. That's the point. <laughs> That's the point. And uh, yeah, I think you guys kind of really nailed capturing the vibe on that on the the new ep 
that nothing changed. Thanks, man. Like that, that really, yeah. I feel like represents what you guys do live pretty well. Lots of good friends coming through on that, actually. Yeah, we have a ton honestly. of features. Yeah. And like strings, horns, raps. Stuff like, we actually can't bring live. It's all, but yeah, we, it's like, so cool on the album. That was such a cool experience for us to just be able to make a full-on balls to the wall studio It's our first time in a album. real good studio, honestly. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. just like anything. Murray had like a bunch of string parts in his head for forever and like horn hits and stuff. And he was just like, it's in my head. We know and the we people. we friends let's, to do it. So let's yeah, just do let's it. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, there's... I don't know, and I feel like you guys still fill out the sound really well as a four-piece live. Mm-hmm. You know, you're obviously adding some elements in the studio and taking advantage of like having all that different production, which is dope. And it doesn't seem like you go overboard where you see you live and it's like I don't know. What it's is like this? I feel yeah. like I'm <laughs> desiring all these other things to happen because cool. there's all these other things on the record. But. Yeah. yeah, and that's all Joey, man. Joey's been our mixer yeah. engineer. Joey like, is the, gosh, he's yeah. he's the, the one that makes it all tick, really. Yeah, Joey Cox. Where'd you guys record it? We recorded it at Revolver. Okay. Over in off of Burnside. Yeah, yeah. Met Joey at Eastburn. Yeah, the, Joey like ran sound. He's for been us just at the Eastburn. homie since, okay. like honestly yeah. helping us out. Yeah, like, the Eastburn all recording. When we played shows there, we got a lot of cool connections through that spot. And unfortunately, they're not doing live shows. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but it was well, fun I, while it lasted. It was fun while it lasted. I mean, we, we took a lot out of it. It was cool. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And I know, Murray, you, you were telling me that there may allegedly be, like, all these other songs that, that are, like, ready to go. And like, yeah, <laughs> rumor has it there's, like, a backlog of that sweet, sweet new Maxwell. What? What do you feel like is the thing that's happening amongst the four of you right now that it's like cranking out so much material and like so inspiring that you're just writing a bunch of tunes? Um, <laughs> it's all the expression. Dude, man. I got um, something on that. Some, you know, emotional turbulence. That can always in my that, personal life. Yeah, emotional turbulence mixed with is, uh, mixed with me being sober has been a pretty killer combo for a shit ton and of songs honestly man like just the first like <laughs> recording our first album in that studio with joey and everything was like such a dope experience oh my gosh for yeah. i like it was i think it was the first time any of us had really done an album like that and momentum like, like I was it saying. was just like after that it was like we're fucking going just like it was just, we yep. we like set up with joey in our house and just like yeah we're, that's we're not done we got a bunch of tracks let's yeah. record all of them <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah i mean it's because so, like yeah, every time we drop it like too. every time we practice for a live show we would end up like jamming and then be like wait dude this is the new track like when we'd all and just remember it and we'd just write it down and then we just had a backlog of tracks it was like we have to record this and joey just came over set up in our basement and we just made our house into a studio and it's super i mean because we were at home too it was a completely yeah, different just feeling it yeah like, differently. it was so like, relaxed yeah. and mm-hmm. just really cool so the vibes were real. coming soon hopefully okay, man. <laughs> yeah murray you feel like just kind of being sober has like changed your your relationship with like your the the music or like how you go about like creating shit Um, or just getting things done it's just productivity (laughs) man like i just have fucking time to like practice guitar and then every time we sit down to jam it's like way fucking easier to play shit and like so and i just have more time to like fuck around and noodle and find random little riffs that i want to like show these guys and see if we can make it into a song and once we we've all like put in the fucking time and put in the work to have our like energy and flow be as good as it is so now like you know, I'll go over there, 
me and Jamie will like write a fucking song in like 20 minutes and then Sean will get off work and he'll put a bass riff on it and then like Noah will come through and we'll be like cool that's another one new jam yeah <laughs> yeah in stages yeah man and then it, yeah it gets better it starts off rough you know it's like cause it's yeah it's like you notice it'll be but like before the, the like rough practice but I'm always amazed like we'll get we'll finally get a practice together like the day before we have a show like the whole band will get together and everyone's mm-hmm. been kind of individually doing their thing and then everyone's like, it's like game time, that doing it right there. And it's just like, oh man, like just it's hearing awesome. it that time, it's like, okay, we're fucking good. Yeah. They're like, just it's also usually, like, I mean, not always, but yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it feels to me like since we are all writing our parts individually, like we, we don't feel like we have to conform to what other people are playing. You know, we just do our things. Mm-hmm. And then when we do get together, then we're like, okay, that's the hottest part. We'll keep that. Yeah, and then we'll like, let's pair it yeah. up, do the same thing on this part. So. Just kind of trimming the fat exactly. and yeah. like figuring yeah. out how yeah. everything actually works and serving the song it's and like, whatnot. do your hottest thing and then reel it back 100%. Like, keep it just like, do the stretch out during the practice. And then, yeah, just yeah like, it's like musical word vomiting. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and like, for you guys specifically, has this been like more of, like a collaborative project than you've been a part of in the past? Does this yeah. kind of like give you the opportunity to like actually work it's just with a solid, like, you know, Murray's solid. bringing some pieces, but you guys are all like putting your flares and your, your, your character on it? Definitely. Yeah, man. I mean, Bum Treats Records. Is <laughs> yeah, like, shouts out Bum Treats Records. Yeah, man. Soon to come, look it up. It's out there, but it's going to get better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I own dot .com and dot .net. Check it Whoa. out. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah. But yeah, no, it's no, we have like I said, Mary said he brings chords to us and then we just jam them out and then we're like, "Yo, wouldn't this be cool?" Or like, "This would work better this way or this and this." And then he just has the chords there so he has something to play with the jam. Yeah. Like it's just like a new idea and then all of us put our input on it and craft the song together. Yeah, and man. then Mary writes lyrics usually while we're jamming. I mean, yeah, straight like, up. Like, this sounds cool. We'll, like, this, hear them evolve phrase. as we're jamming. And then, like, once like, he gets yeah. his phrases in, too, then he starts to write the words. But it usually will just, like, kind of almost scatting. Not really. Scatting with, like, a Scatman Murray. Yeah, his lyrics will evolve until it's, like, we're not even sure what they are until the day we record. I never, and it's, yeah, like, it's like, oh, until that's I hear what it on the they album. were. <laughs> like, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, for sure, Shouts out Mary and his... Your voice, man. Voice. Yeah, dude, for real. It's damn, it's damn <laughs> good. It brings dude. in the masses. It's, it's, really, it's, it's really fucking cool. Thank you, man. It's it's dope that you ha- like. I think that's one of the things that's so great about this style of music. It like ends up being so smooth with your vocal on top of it. Like, thank you, man. And it's it's very dope, and your songwriting, like, is very very on point, man. You write some very very hooky shit. That's hell yeah. Thanks, man. Very solid, like, and it has. I don't know. I like. Like oh wow on the on the record like that's oh, such wow. a cool live feel like jam just for everybody to like get down on this anthemic vocal that you create and whatnot. Dude. Yeah, Sean rec- fucking wrote those chords and then we just were like jamming it at home one day and all started saying oh wow and doing Dude, the. I got, Wasn't it Drew? I got a shout out that this is just a funny story of I so like just that because that is we play that track almost every time we close a show because people just like it's it's a vibey it's track, <laughs> but. I originally I took that shit from like I was saying earlier. My dad has like a piano song that I always, like grew, like he doesn't really like, you know he has like one or two tracks or whatever. So he just like play. I took the first two chords of his like piano riff and turned it like simplified them into a very simple bass riff, and then like changed the rhythm a little bit. And me and Jamie always jammed on it just as kind of like a warm up deal because I knew those chords. 
and we were like jamming on it just one day in the basement, like doing our thing. And Murray just started, Murray and Jamie, like I think they're both just like started kind of like singing. We, I mean, it was just goofy as fuck. It's super simple, like ow wow, and then oh, 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 just like <laughs> yeah. super, just super like, yeah, just like chanting. And then like our roommate, who is the dude, he's like, yeah, been through a Drew, Drew Sheehan, shouts out. <laughs> he was upstairs and like he just, he's like, he's been there the whole time, but like, that day he like ran down into the basement and was just like yeah like singing with us and like and dancing yeah. and was like dude this is the track like we brought drew downstairs this is, <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be the one <laughs> like, that's why i kept that one for sure yeah man you got the the bow coder you got the voice box but that motivation jam i like that one quite a bit it's got the flute yeah, so that was yeah, piece, dude. Yeah, a little Oof. flute piece. Yeah. That was the last thing we recorded, but yeah, yeah that was the very that last. That was my thing. first instrument. Oh, the flute? Uh huh. Yeah, we thought it would be oh, funny. So you to played that? It. Yeah. Oh, Murray. that's killer, dude. A Scottish flute. <laughs> yeah, Pulling is it out, Scottish? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Murray, Murray's bringing back the flute with fucking yeah. King Giz and the yeah, dude. Ooh, oh, dude, King yeah. Giz, they mess with that flute. We we'll are, tell you yeah, what. love those guys. Love those guys. Yeah. Um. Well, I. I appreciate what you guys do very much, and uh, I, I love the record. It sounds Thanks, so man. good, and I'm, Thanks so I'm, much, yeah. I'm excited, and I, I encourage people to go check it out wherever it's available. Everywhere, man. Everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. Gonna, soon. All over soon. the internet. It's, it's going to be on yeah. the, the Spotify, Shh. The <laughs> iTunes, <laughs> some yep. Bandcamp maybe, Bandcamp. SoundCloud, all, all the places where people Apple get music. music. All of them. Um, cool. You guys want to... Place out with the jam. Let's yeah, do this do thing. Let's right do on. I'm gonna prep for. Yeah, we're just uh, check out the the videos, the old videos. What's going on, man? There, Mike. You know, in forest, you. Dude, we can see each other at this I, place. <laughs> it's kind of wild. Is this a, look is at this, this. A fun new experience that you're having right now, DC, well, here at the Hallowed Halls. I I'm not gonna lie, man. I like Windows. it here quite a bit. Yeah, I I like it here too. I it's hope they'll have us back here. Joint. They're uh, nice people, and there's lots of great gear around here. My goodness. Yeah, I mean, we, you couldn't almost ask for nicer gear. We're rolling through Neve today, people. Absolutely. Anybody who knows anything about gear knows <laughs> that's a good thing. Okay, I'll tell you what. That's Mountaineer Mike. If you need anything <laughs> from him, cable, you can reach him, and he'll provide you with all your sound needs. Yeah. Look for me. You can Look find me at shows and everywhere. I'm all over the place. Forrest Brennan running the Just the don't videos. look on the internet. <laughs> find everything on the YouTube channel, the DanCablePresents.com, all of these things. Also, very important, people, you know, maybe the Maxwell Cabana gang can help us, like, before they leave or on their way out. Right. If you rate review and subscribe on the itunes this is very important it's incredibly too. important to uh getting the show boosted up in the in the charts yeah, and then more go, people dude. find the show so um do it like the maxwell cabana fellows and and leave a review they're going to yeah you know? i already did i did they, that years ago murray's on it he's bet he's been done and did that sean jamie noah it's uh it's your your it's it's your turns but uh that really helps if if y'all would like to a free way to contribute to the sustainability of the program here coming from uh portland oregon god damn it i sold it well right all right great enough of that um what are you what are you gonna play us out with uh, this What's happening? Is a track that'll be on our newest record, and it's titled uh, Lola Bunny Mars. Mm-hmm. 
Maxwell Cabana <laughs> crushing it here yeah. at Hallowed Halls. Guys, thank you so much for coming wow. and hanging out with me today. Maybe have you gather around this microphone one more time so we can uh, properly sail this episode out. We end every episode of the podcast with the guests uh, saying it's a program, which All is right. the, the tagline for the show. So if I could get maybe everybody a nice... It's a program for Maxwell Cabana all together. We can definitely uh, we could definitely we can do this one properly. And thank you, man, for real, for having yeah. us. Yeah, yeah Dan Cable. Yeah, also, where's a good place for people to keep up? With, Love. With MaxwellCabana.com. www.maxwellcabana.com. And bumtreatsrecords.com. Check it out. <laughs> Most definitely. Uh, you guys want to? I'll count us off. I'll right. do my job. Rhythm, man. All right. What is, what is it again? It's, it's a, a program. program. It's a program. program. It's a program. One, two, three. It's, it's a, a program. program. That's Maxwell Cabana, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in nice to another work. episode of the Podcast Mountain Air. Mike, Thank thanks for making everything sound fresh. Always Mike, cool yeah. to be here with you, my brother. You know Cooper and crew with the Hallowed Halls. These guys are killer. It's for, so fun to be in the Hallowed Halls. My gosh. ForrestBrennan.com for all your video needs. And, sure. And, uh... Yeah, pleasure to get to do another one of these. Thank you for everybody tuning in and checking out the show and whatnot and su- supporting the, the Dan Cable Presents podcast. Appreciate all the love. And, uh, I mean, we're, we're past the 100 episode mark, and now it's you know time to get to the next the next milestone. Yeah, what's the next milestone for I you, guess. DC? What do you have your eyes on, I guy? Mean, 200, I guess. 200. You know, yeah, we got to keep Double it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we just got to keep, keep him. Making I like it your happen. style, so, my brother. Uh, I like your style. Once again, people, check out Maxwell Cabana. Go see a live show. It's one of my favorite bands to see live right now. They do not disappoint. And uh, I think that's it. That's the, that's the whole jam. We will uh, catch you on the flip side, Portland. There you go, people. That's how it goes down. It's called Dan Cable Presents, a live-to-tape program. Recorded today at the Hallowed Halls. What a fantastic space. Come and check those guys out if you want to make records, or give me a shout and I'll turn you on. We'll come here and make a record. We'll get Cooper in the house and we'll, you know, we'll do throw, throw some things down. I'll be killer. So thanks so much for coming down and hanging out with us today. Until next time, see ya. This has been a dedicated program. It's a program.